0: Hey legend, hope you're having a killer day. I'm having a winner. I'm having a winner today. Uh, woke up feeling like absolute shit, and like I had a podcast on at nine o'clock, which I jumped on. Had this great interview, and then now I'm about to jump onto another one with Brandon, who's going to be interviewing me, and who is the star of this particular show. Uh, so Brandon Clift is another fresh-faced Aussie traveling the world. Uh, this guy is in South America at the moment and man, he's crushing it. He has had uh, an amazing personal training business in the Gold Coast in Australia. He's done men's work for the last lifetime and he is about to go off on a tour through America doing men's initiation weekends and talking to schools about the importance of emotions. This episode was phenomenal. Um, I was living hype life. I was hustling, I was grinding, I was bouncing around between five different places, jumped on this interview and... Man, his presence, his grounded state really, really brought me back to where I needed to be, connect with myself, and we had a fucking awesome chat. This is a sick episode. You're going to love it. It was really full, filled with how to get in touch with you know your emotions and the realness of them, the importance of them in your day-to-day life. It's really easy for us as dudes to just shove them away and get on with what needs to be done. And if you can combine the two, if you can combine, you know, what needs to be done with what's happening and is alive for you in the moment, powerful, powerful stuff happens. So jump into it. We're just going to fly straight in. Um, Yeah, check out, follow my energy through the podcast. Like I really started it really like hyper and then came in smooth. So guys, thanks again for joining us. Uh, This is the second interview from the car today. We've been running around back and forth and uh, yeah really excited really feeling peaceful and uh, yeah peaceful grounded and amped up for this one I've uh, got a you know, guy Brandon Clift here uh, from Australia how you doing brother
1: i doing beautiful man thank you for having me
0: yeah man I'm, I'm wrapped about this one um, so as we always do we just jump straight into it we go for a high and a low for the week we've already talked about this and something that you're pretty familiar with so I've already done one today I'm gonna model that by you choose a different high and a low. Uh, I would say low for the week um, would be uh, I think falling behind on my sleep, I really uh, I value that a lot. and there's just, yeah, been some things that I've let take take me away. Um, and I've felt myself reaching for. I, I stopped drinking coffee last week and found myself sleeping a lot. And I was like, whoa, dude, your adrenals are busted. <laughs> and I found myself in the last two days reaching for coffee again, um, you yeah, know, feeling a real desire for that. And I just realizing how much I actually slept, like I've been, you know, sleeping an extra two hours every single night. So, a really good key indicator for me to be like, hey, you've got to dial it back a bit. And, you know, nurture that. Um, so nothing, nothing too crazy. Low has happened, you know, um, but I would say a high um, would be, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the high that I said this morning, just in a different way because um, I'm talking to a different person. The the high for this week was, you know, something we were talking about the the rainbow of emotions, and I, um, you know, connecting with my my girlfriend and disconnecting from being like a total powerhouse. And you know, getting everything done and just being able to like crush my emotions to get the work done, um, caused disconnect, and that didn't mm. feel good. And I really reconnected the other night, which was amazing. And I, it was phenomenal to see somebody look at me um, with love in their eyes. Uh, that was pretty mm. like that was a pretty wild experience for me. I'd say that that high just like that was a big one. Um, you know, I made, I made a fair bit of money this week and, you know, hit some targets and stuff like that, but that just busted it all out of the water. Um, mm. Yeah, to look in someone's eyes and see love, like, amazing. Mm. Oh, beautiful.
1: Awesome, so I guess it's my turn. Yeah, baby. Okay, so uh, Brandon, Loving Mantis, checking in with yeah. a high my high for the week would be having spent the past five days with my partner uh, I haven't seen her in seven weeks and that's the the joys of traveling around a foreign land and pursuing one's uh, you know pursuing one's uh, warriors path yeah and you know there was there was a lot of um, closure a lot of loops to be closed coming together and we we did that and we both checked in at the beginning with our fears and we checked with identified and discovered that we actually both had the same fears same concerns and the same desires and wants which was really cool to be able to communicate that cleanly with one another and to have that mutual respect and patience to hold space for each person to who may not have all the words to be able to explain a feeling to be able to hold space to give time for each of us her and I to be able to explain where we were at and to discover that we're actually on the exact same page still which is beautiful Um and yeah, a lot of love there. So that was, that was really nice. The low, the low would be, uh, having to, having to go to the airport today and I'm not going to see her for another three weeks. Um, I'm finishing up here in Mexico, then off to LA and then Salt Lake city where she and I will be, uh, getting together again before Christmas and having Thanksgiving with her family. So a lot happening between now and then, but all in all, some beautiful, uh, beautiful growth together with between her and I, and you know, I love her very much and. You know, I have that full, complete trust. I'm in. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's sick. Love it. Love it. Oh. Um, so, man, I'd love to get a bit of a background. Um, just, you know, let, let's keep let's it nice and brief because we've got some really good topics to jump into. Um, but yeah, a bit of a background. So, you know, we both uh, have had an experience with the Mankind Project, men's initiation, men's work and that sort of stuff. Like, what was the, what was the guiding, I guess, path that got you to there? What changed after you did it? And then what direction did it send you off on or take you off on a different direction than you're expecting?
1: Mm, that, that's a great question. Um, a, a big part for me getting into the men's work was finally having to accept the fact that I couldn't figure everything out on my own. It was a, a huge pride pill to swallow. Uh, I had uh, was coming off of a a series of extreme highs and lows, uh, between, you know, in business, but also in, um, in, in, fitness modeling. And I was riding the waves of the highs, but could not cope with the lows. For example, the week that I broke up with my, my girlfriend in 2015, I, uh, you know, I came second in Australia for, for fitness modeling. And that, took me overseas and to various competitions and you know photo shoots and for me at the time being what 22 at the time I was just enjoying all of it so much and just riding the next high to the next high to the next high and the second I came back to uh, Australia after traveling I crashed so hard and what I learned is I'd never grieved the breakup you know there were no more highs to indulge and it's when I realized, like, man, Brandon, you think that you have it all sorted. You think that you have it all handled, but the truth wow. was, I had no idea how to be emotionally responsible yeah. with emotions, and you know, I had to accept the fact that I needed help. And I was very fortunate. My dad initiated into the Mankind Project when I was nine years old, so I'd been hearing about the stuff forever. Been having the hippies and esoteric stay at our house. for for years and I figured you know what it's time it's time to do it and it yeah it was huge man I touched parts of myself that I had never seen or I hadn't seen since I was a very young boy and so that that was the journey to get into the work I actually uh, being the scientist brain that I am I I filmed myself going up the mountain and I filmed myself coming down and mashed it together in a little video and uh little did I know that that was going to get shared over 200 times <laughs> seen over 30,000 times and help initiate other men because you see one very uh confident uh with a with a pinch of cocky kid driving up a mountain to do this men's work and uh thinking that he had his had his shit sorted. Driving down the mountain with no voice, hair in a hair in disarray, (laughs) and uh, you know so much calm and peace and and tranquility. And since then, it has been a continual journey of continuing to be held accountable for my actions, for my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs. Uh, Continuing to grow and learn and understand that I don't know everything like I thought I once did, Um, and to continue spreading this work because. It's, it changed my life. It, it, to be quite honest, it saved my life. And now, now I, I look in the mirror and look myself in the eye and say, I love you, yeah. which prior to that, th- that, was, that was impossible. Yeah. And so now um, I've, uh, I've done six staffings with the organization and, and I'm starting a, a tour of staffings around America and Canada uh, and a couple more here in Mexico over the next 12 months and i uh, going to be speaking in schools for, for the next 12 months, traveling around in a van and teaching uh, emotional responsibility to the kidlets and sure. uh, teaching, teaching young boys that it's, it's okay to be emotional, it's okay to be different, it's okay to be unique. And if they're boys, they don't have to be men yet. And so that's, uh, that's how this is all kind of set, set up the next journey, the next adventure.
0: So yeah. That's a fucking ripper, mate. if I've ever heard one. Holy heck, that is sick. You're going to have a blast. That is mm. wild. I'm mm. so wrapped for you, dude. And so, like, what what path or trajectory do you think that you were on um, that it changed, that, that changed, like, at that, you know, because it's, like, a real, like, for if anyone's done it that's listening, it's, like, mm. <laughs> it's like, a line in the sand, where, like, mm. where you, before you went up the mountain versus when you came back.
1: So uh, what direction was I on? The direction I was on was definitely uh, a life built upon short the short game, short wins, um, short uh, basically just indulging in vanity, indulging in lust, uh, indulging in the superficial things, and having my persona be... The sum, summation of who I was as a person. So basically, I was doing everything I could possible to keep up an image for everyone else around me, and I was using my, you know, my looks with my modelling and my business and and um, my network, my social media, and all of those tools to create this image uh, to try and s- basically convince everyone else that I was okay that. To make sure that no one could get an inkling or get a whiff of the pain that I was actually in and the despair that I was feeling and and the grief that I was experiencing. And so, you know, I was really, I had this very thick mask that I had built that told everyone else that I'm successful. um, Everything's, you know, everything's at my fingertips. Don't worry about me. I got this sorted. I don't need anyone's help. And what I was realizing is that mask, in many ways, was a house of cards. And it was just, Consistently crumbling around me because it was—I was trying to portray an image that just wasn't me. Like it was my persona; it wasn't my true character of who I was. And I learned fortunately, pretty quickly uh, that 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 wasn't going to be sustainable in my life. And and you know, fortunately, in the men's work, as you know, Josh, we see men in their late thirties, 40s and very grateful to have the people around me uh, to to lend out a hand when you know, I kept, I kept knocking back the help and, and I had some people that really did care about me that were persistent and, and uh, really helped me see uh, a clear path as to where I could go or where I want to go. Mm. And yeah, it was, it's pretty scary to think back of where I could be right now, but I think ultimately I would have ended up at the same place eventually. So I'm, I'm very uh, calm in the knowledge of that.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's pretty um it's pretty wild, like the getting in touch with feelings that you didn't even know existed, you know, or that I didn't acknowledge. You know, for me shame was a huge one. And shame was massive for me. Um and you know, when mm. we went through the five, you know, that that shame piece, like I just was like I pulled this face and it was like a face, like like a disgust disgusted, you know, at myself. Mm. And it wasn't until I was asked to express that emotion that I pulled this face and it was like a link mm. of all the times when I pulled that face sub, you know, mm. subconsciously and I'd done something that was crossing my boundaries or I did something that wasn't right. And I was ashamed of myself because of that. And just to get in touch with that was like, it fucking sucked in the moment, <laughs> but yeah. it allowed me to get in touch with like, what's what's okay and what's not okay for me. You know, into the mm, mm, spoken mm, this in the previous interview, actually, like, what my it's like boundaries are an expression of of how much of self love. You know, like mm. putting up my boundaries isn't necessarily a, or you know, setting my boundaries isn't necessarily a harsh thing or a rejection to somebody else, but it's like, it, it's like what's okay and not okay, and if I let things that aren't okay happen to me, it hurts my inner child. You know, it hurts mm, my little boy, mm. and that in itself was just like a real like eye opener, you know, and helped me to visualize Mm -hmm. and put words and uh, associations to things that I just didn't know how to express.
1: You know, and, and that, what I love about what you just shared is just the simple acknowledgement of, Oh, what? Oh, that feeling I was feeling in my body. That's actually shame. Oh, good to know. I thought I was just pissed off or I thought I was just, you know, I thought I just needed to, you know, go smoke a joint. I just thought I needed to go have some beers with the boys. I thought I just needed to go, you know, watch pornography or something like that. Like, it's good to acknowledge, like, shame. Hmm. And when I learned how simple it was to actually acknowledge emotions and express them and share them, my relationships just... They just fortified beautifully because then people around me didn't have to guess anymore. They knew where I was at because I could tell them. I couldn't say, oh, no, I'm right. Oh, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Nah, it's it's all good. It'll it'll all be sorted soon. No, I could literally just share with them and say, you know what? I'm feeling pretty sad. Here's why. Ding, 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 ding. And then that (laughs) helped them understand how to best support me. Or if they needed to or not and so yeah that's it's pretty cool stuff man that's what I love about this work and I feel like if some of the people leading our countries and leading some of the top companies that uh, are that, that provide goods and services for for us as a populace if they were aware of these things or they had people around them that helped them be aware of these things I feel like we would avoid a lot of uh, a lot of trauma that's been being caused right now so so i was just going to share you know i believe it's going to be a lot harder to teach these old dogs new tricks and i think the best bet that we have is to to start with the next generation and make sure these young boys and and young men learn how to communicate their emotions and their feelings out there rather than just to be toughen up don't be a pussy you know suck it up be a man like you, you know what happens when 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 a dad says that to his son he goes be a man toughen up He goes, okay, dad, you drink and you hit Mum. I guess I'll do that because that's all I know of what it means to be a man.
0: Have a cup of concrete, mate. Good to go. Yeah. It's it's fucking ludicrous. Yeah, like I'm literally about to say the same thing. Like the craziest thing was being the youngest. You know, I I got Ben to do it as well, my younger brother. He was 19 and I was 20. Um, Mm -hmm. And everyone else was like 30 to 70 years old. You know what I mean? And these guys had built up layers and layers and layers Mm. of resistance and armor and, you know, like cut off from their emotions. Like, yeah, if we can get Mm. to these young, you know, young lads and just like that it's okay to just be feeling that and that Mm. it's like expressing it doesn't it's like there's a perception that uh, for me personally like if i express those feelings that i'm you, you know i i'm afraid that someone is going to see me as worthless if they see mm-hmm. i'm not capable then mm. like i'm going to be rejected or that like that's the end and the mm. reality the reality is it's like it's like a it's like a wave it's like you will express something and then yeah. like there's still the rest of your life to live you know what i mean it's it's like it's not something you're recoverable from
1: Exactly, and and that's that's what we see. Um, you know, we see this knock onto so many areas of life. You know, like there's a there's a training called the pit training, which you've you've probably done to be a part of. Is you know, and what we do in training is help people like kingdom. Like, what does your kingdom look like? What does your household look like? Like, what between relationships, partner, business, and self care. Like, how do you rank that? And and men traditionally will have, you know, business first, because got to provide you know then the kids then the missus or the husband and then themselves last and that you know you can't blame them because that is exactly what our grandparents taught them to do you know that's what our great-grandparents taught them to do and there has to be a shift like that way of living that way of being simply does not work anymore it does not last anymore And what kind of took me to my breaking point that made me kind of get fed up and decide to, you know, to jump into this work was I was sick and tired of processing men after the fact, after the domestic violence, after the jail time, after the substance abuse. Why are we always trying to fix men after all this stuff has happened when we should be preventing it from the beginning?
0: Yeah, huge, man. Trade. So
1: it starts with our youngins, man. It starts with our our, our, our younglings, and so um, that's the that's the driver for me. And you know, of course, the work still needs to be done for men of all ages, all ages. But my focus, and I know the power that I do have and the power I do have to change, is going to be best focused working with kids. So, yeah, that's that's my mission, and that's why I'm so driven for it.
0: Wow, oh, so sick? Um, so, like, was this part of the plan when you decided you were going to leave? Like, let's let's get into that shift because you just recently decided to go from having a very successful business in Australia to being like yeah catch you mate (laughs) and then (laughs) going off on this journey like what was the Mm -hmm. was there a like point was it just you woke up one day and you're like this is what I'm going to do this is right or was it a gradual gradual shift
1: it was it was it was gradual to a sense but I didn't know it was happening you could say I just found myself at the end of 2017 just getting very, very upset because you know I had a gym in my hometown of the Gold Coast. It was it was ranked number one, and you know I had an amazing team of coaches working uh, for me and with me, and we had beautiful clients that we loved dearly, and everything on paper looked great, Look, looked looked unbelievable. And so I was you know I was about to put an offer in on the house, sign a lease for a new location um, for the business, and I. I remember when I went to to email the agent to to like put in an offer. I was like, Ugh. whoa!" Like my guts were twisting. Like uh, my my stomach just started curling, and I'm like, "Like, what is going on back?" And that weekend, I was staffing uh, a new Oreo training. I thought, "Well, you know what? I'm going to go up on the mountain. I'm going to you know facilitate this this uh, this men's training, and then I'm sure after that, I'll have some more clarity." And uh, I went into what's called a, a sweat lodge, uh, what we call a purification and renewal ceremony, where we basically we, we we get all the we get all the bad stuff out, so we can keep the good stuff inside. And and uh, there was a pro part of the the sweat where I just had this realization, and I just I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here, which was weird when it came out because i'm like that's not the plan brandon that was never the plan you know my warrior came in and was like you know we've got a b c d e f g all the way through to z to do you know you've got the house we've got the gym we've got all these things the next tuesday i did a facebook live and said i'm leaving i selling all of my things and in 12 weeks i am taking a one-way ticket to South America they're around me all my clients like and my staff everything they're like, they're like whoa where did this come from but it's funny like, most of them the ones that mattered kind of could see it coming and people ask me like why the big shift and I just asked I wasn't happy. I just tell them I wasn't happy I wasn't happy and I'm 25 I don't need a house <laughs> 25 I don't need a business I'm 25 I don't need all these responsibilities I need to get to know the man in the mirror first and so I'm four months into my adventure in South America, which has taken me through Peru and through the jungles and into Colombia, and now into Mexico. Oh, Colombians. And yeah, Colombians—they're awesome. And so it's been a—it's uh, been an awesome journey, man. Because I have had to figure out who the man in the mirror is. You know, the beautiful thing about traveling is the highs are higher and the lows are lower, and those are all amazing opportunities for me to, to check where you are you know do you want to react to the situation or do you want to respond and oh, i tell you favorite. what looking back now yeah looking back now I, I i it's the best thing i've ever done and and what i go traveling living in a van around america for the next two three years what i come back to australia i'm 28 have i really lost any time so it's uh, for me right now it's all I'm letting my heart lead the way. I'm letting the head take a back seat and listening to my gut more and more. And so it's it's been great man because it's the first time I've been able to put selfishness at the forefront of my you know, the forefront of my vision and I am able to provide and serve more now than I ever have now that I'm starting to fill my cup first I mean I owned a gym and I didn't an exercise for four months straight like come on <laughs> and so I, yeah, part of my unha- and now for me to be able to do the work that I want to do and, and to be able to live my mission the way that I envision it I need to fill my cup first and that's the one one of the first conversations my girlfriend and I had is I'm responsible for my happiness you're responsible for yours but With this overflow that we're creating in our own lives, let's come together and create something beautiful. And that's the exact way I'm approaching my business. That's the exact way I'm approaching my relationships. That's the exact way I'm approaching my mission.
0: Mm. Dude, so powerful. So powerful. Paul Check talks about this uh, concept of I, we, and all. And Mm -hmm. it's like, unless you do the I, you can't help the we, and you certainly can't help the all, which is the planet. And it's like, it seems so like blatant and obvious but the actual practice of that in itself is an ongoing growth for sure for sure
1: Um, absolutely
0: man so let's talk about uh like you went on this facebook live you've had a practice of communicating your emotions like how did you how did you communicate your emotions and how does someone communicate their emotions clearly because uh Mm. even myself get a bit messy at times for sure
1: yeah, we all do, man. they're emotions, they're messy, so yeah um, it's the, the beautiful thing about emotions is they are probably one of the first places to go to find answers, and you know, I learned very quickly that my mask, my persona, was very good at crafting beautifully crafted stories and narratives to keep the people around me happy but they were poorly justified because they were built up upon narratives and stories that weren't true so basically I was inadvertently lying to the people around me without realizing it because that asked me how I was and I go oh yeah great this and this and this and all these things are happening rather than getting to the point and so how uh how I teach my guys and how I teach kids and and how I teach um, people around me that want to know how to Check in with your emotions. There are five base emotions: mad, sad, glad, fear, and shame. Five base emotions. Now, when I check in with a mate and he tells me he's pissed off, I can assume that he's angry, but I don't like to assume. So I'll ask him: Are you mad? Are you sad? You know, are, are you feeling shame? And are you afraid? And then they can actually anchor to something. And go well. Actually, you know what? I'm presenting with anger right now, but I'm actually sad. Why are you sad? Here's why. Boom. And, and just the, the story and the, the emotion. Why is it happening? And so for me, you know, I might check in with my partner. she go, how are you going, babe? i go, you know what? I'm feeling some fear. And the fear, you know, the fear for me, it's sitting in my lower guts right now. It's kind of twisting. And the fear is, am I, am I capable of achieving all the things I want to achieve in 2019? So rather than me going, oh, babe, you know, I'm just thinking about next year, I can say, well, babe, I'm actually feeling a bit of fear. Then she knows where I'm at, you know, and she doesn't have to sit there and provide solutions and she doesn't have to tell me what to do next. She just gets the ability to see me for me, feel me for me, hear me for me, And we can build our relationship and trust that way. And, you know, this is what I've been teaching corporates. This is what I've been teaching friends and family members. And this one simple practice, you know, not just for the people I've worked with, but I've seen for so many other people that are in this work. This simple exercise has saved so many relationships. The transformations I've seen in in how people communicate not just in their intimate relationships, but their business, their friendships. Um, it's really cool. So yeah, the five base emotions, mad, sad, glad, fear or shame. What's up? What's the primary emotion right now? What's the story behind it? You know, it's 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 beautiful. I love it.
0: Let, let's roll off like into vulnerability um, because mm. there's like a, there's a fear inside of me and I'll reflect what I spoke about earlier, like that if I'm, Vulnerable, um, then I'll Mm. be perceived as weak um, because I won't be capable. Mm. If I'm perceived as not capable, then I have no worth. Um, And for me, Mm. my biggest fear is my underlying fear in my life is that I'm worthless. Um, And so, some say the reality is that vulnerability is is strength, and you know, like getting to getting to that uh, the argument. Is that well? How is it strength if someone is perceiving you as weak? Mm.
1: My question is: that person perceiving you weak, do they even matter? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they're busy. <laughs> uh, totally, that, totally.
1: That's usually that's usually my 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 test, you know, and because I, 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 I fall into the same, I fall into the same trap, like feeling not good enough. It, it makes me not want to get my message out there. It makes me not want to get myself out there. It makes me not want to create these relationships and these connections. And then I really think I'm like, is it true that these people are going to see me as weak? That's next question. Am I 100% certain that it's true? Okay, no. Okay, who do I become when I have that thought? I close down. I my voice shakes. I I I walk slouched. Uh when I would usually do a Facebook live, I'd wait a week to even do one. And then I ask myself, who would I be without this thought? Well, I'd be the fucking brand that kicks ass. <laughs> you know, that gets his message yeah, that, that 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 has a, a a beautiful mission that that's got integrity and honesty and that's fueled by authenticity and I go, "Well, awesome. Then which is more true?" that I'm weak when I'm vulnerable or I'm stronger when I'm vulnerable <laughs> you know the strength the, the strength becomes implicably clear at that point and so it, it's but I get it like, I get that that trap of falling into vulner, you know, like feeling that vulnerability is is weakness because you know what my grandparents my dad my uncles aunties my teachers They all taught me not to stand out. They all taught me not to be a tall poppy. They all taught me not to, you know, shine that light, you know, for any reason. No, just because their parents taught them the same. Their schools taught them the same. And so now it's time for a paradigm shift. Now it's time for things to change because when you see more people leading with their gold, leading with their brilliance, being able to see themselves in their reflection and go, wow, I'm learning, I'm growing every day, damn I'm beautiful myself for these I love myself. That's where you see people really starting to serve in their best way possible. And so sometimes it's just important to ask myself, is that one person or that group of people's opinions more powerful than my mission? Hell no. But you know what? I get it. I go into those little mental traps. Sometimes just writing it down on paper is all I need. And I go, okay, cool. I remember why I'm here. So... I get it, man. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability and your truth around that. I, I have my hand raised, super high right now because I resonate with that. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's constant work, man. It's a habit. I mean, if it's taken us twenty-something years to build that habit, it's not going to be fixed overnight. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. And I think the crazy thing is that you know the it's like what I want most is what most of us want is connection, mm. and the fear is that if I am weak and vulnerable, I'll be rejected and lose connection. But if I don't be vulnerable and real, then you lose connection anyway. And it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> like, that is the craziest... It's, it's a, it's a dichotomy. Yeah. It's,
1: it's mental. It's a dichotomy because the, the husband comes home and, and the wife or the husband says, you're not communicating. You know, I don't know where you're at. You're always at work. Like, you don't spend time with the kids. We need you to be more vulnerable. And he goes, Okay, I'm going to be more vulnerable. He takes that to work. And the boss and his colleagues go, Ah, oh, what are you doing, you sissy? Like, you know, like, keep that shit to yourself. They, we don't need you coming here and being all emotional around us. And so here's the thing: we can't consciously live two lives. Eventually, it merges. And so if you're going in as a lawyer, you're going into court as one person and then going into a meeting as the next person and then going into the grocery store as that person, then going home to your wife as the next person, like how many masks can we manage in one day? Wouldn't it be easier if we just got to be ourselves mm. all the time?
0: Yeah. Way less tiring, tell you what. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, fun. it's so much it's easier like to do the breathe. things that I want. Like.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: Exactly. Okay, let's let's mm-hmm. wrap it up. Uh, with cool. we got three action steps we always do um, for a guy to take between this week and next week when we have our next release. What are three mm-hmm. action steps that he could do to live more and regret less?
1: Mm, three action steps. I would. I assume if there are men listening to this podcast, they're the kind of men that like to make lists we love lists on here I would look at your daily list love your list yeah I would look at your daily list and go what are two to three things that do not need to be achieved today and remove them save them for another time you know have those two to three wins that you can that you can take with you you know for the day and then achieve the next ones tomorrow but don't stack ten things on your to-do list um, The next action step would be take your shoes off and put your feet either in the ocean or on grass or in mud. Get grounded. Get, can get in contact with the mother. I'm telling you, if you feel like you're sitting at your computer right now listening to this podcast and you feel overwhelmed and you're on this podcast right now because you're looking for answers and you're really caught up with the... The uh, you know the desire that Josh and I are going to be able to provide some silver bullet for you and like you know if this isn't the one thing that's going to give you the answers that you need to achieve all the things you want to achieve stop go outside stand in the dirt stand in the grass and breathe I guarantee you it will help you clear the mind and help clear the uh, the ta- tasks and to dos to actually help highlight the one thing that you need to do and the third action would be to go tell someone that you think about all the time, that you care about, tell them just how much they mean to you. Because you may think it all the time, but they may not feel it, they may not hear it, and they may not see it. And so share that with them. Because for all you know, that one conversation might be the biggest difference in their day, in their week, in their month, in their life. You never know. And so sometimes we need those little reminders of just how important we are to other people and just how important they are to us. And I'm telling you, when you're able to give that love to someone else, it comes back tenfold. So yes, those are the three actions that I would encourage uh, listeners to do.
0: Beautiful. Boom. So there you have it. Such a great episode. Such a great dude. And so many powerful takeaways uh, going on. So I'm about to jump off here and jump onto the other line with Brandon. And yeah, check out his Path of the Warrior. Uh, The guy's doing some amazing work and really making a big impact throughout the world. So follow his journey. Um, I'll put all his his links below in the comments as always. And yeah, uh, leave us a review. We're all about that growth. We're all about that expansion, the push, the 10x life. Uh, So hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Talk soon.